What's up, guys? On today's episode, I have my dear friend, Shannon, who runs Everything's Hunky Dory and hosts the Everything's Hunky Dory podcast. And I'm so excited. So we're going to dive into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We're going to touch on Orange County. There's just so much going on. So if you enjoy this episode, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any future episodes. And also make sure you catch me on TikTok. It's at Giorgio Says. Also follow me on Instagram for things I can't post on TikTok sometimes. And that's at Giorgio Not Our Money. Now let's get into the episode. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Giorgio Says the Podcast. We have our show's favorite, Shannon, is in the house. Everything's hunky dory. Follow her on Instagram. Shannon, tell everyone where they can find you and what you're doing. First of all, hi. Hi. So glad that you're back on the podcast game. This little video thing. Living Finally. Right. Like, I'm so happy. Um, Thank but you. You can find me on Instagram right now uh, at everything's hunky dory underscore. Um, and I have a TikTok account i have not made any tiktok yet, but like i swear to god it's on the 2022 vision board it's just at everything's hunky dory so i don't know like follow and then like wait it'll happen eventually you know like i'll 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 get there i mean it's kind of like this podcast for me i mean i started it in april did a few episodes audio only just mm-hmm. to kind of see what I wanted to do. And then in July, I got on TikTok and it just like took over my life, it feels like, because I also work full time. So you're just doing it all. I'm, yeah, but like I realized going into the holidays that I, I was burned out. Yeah. Like legit burned out. Like I never, I didn't realize it until I didn't have, like I took three weeks off of work. Okay. Starting December 20th, because I hadn't taken any vacation time in like two years. Oh. And so it's just oh. been like, yeah, girl, I don't even oh. want to go there. I don't even want to go there. I need to literally go away for like another four weeks and have like a dermatology appointment, if you will. I just need like a refresh. Do you know oh, what I mean? I'm getting my Botox on January 19th. Like, I'm, I literally just scheduled my appointment. It was back. I was trying to get it before I went to Mexico. We didn't end up going to Mexico, yeah. but then I was like, oh, we're not going. So who the fuck cares? And I'm just right. in the house. But then I'm like, no, it's time to like, it doesn't matter if you're not going anywhere. You need to like get your shit together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the holiday stress dissolved, like it just dissolved every last unit I had left in my face anyway. So I was just like, just wait till January. Like, and Omicron is ruining fucking everything right now. I don't want to go anywhere. But then at the same time, like, I'm also going to Disney this weekend. Um, <laughs> with I mean, what are we supposed to do? I mean, honestly, like, I got the booster. I'm vaxxed, yeah. right? Like, and- I mean, if I get it, I get it. I obviously don't want to put myself in harm's way. But at this right. point, it's like, there's a new variant coming out every, like, six minutes, it seems. Right. It's like a remix. Like, you know how, like, they make, like, 75 club remixes. Well, like, it's just like COVID drop the fucking album. Just drop right. the album. I'm tired of these right, singles like, that you're dropping that are just like thoughts. Like just put the album out. Is it a visual album? What's going on? Um, or maybe it's like one of those um like now that's what I call music, like volume 46. Exactly. Like, I feel like, like that. that's the direction it's going in. Yeah. So but 
mess, but I don't know. It's shit's wild. I haven't left my house. I mean, I go to the gym and the grocery store and like my kids school. So I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm just going to like escape back into like previous life for just like a little bit. Go to Disney, obviously be safe about it. You know, that sort of thing. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of fun being cooped up inside, I guess. Like you guys have snow right now, which, oof. I mean, honestly, like if you're not like, I feel like snow is great if you're going to be like doing something with it. Like yeah, if you like were going to go skiing day. or right. build a snowman, which I don't do, but like, <laughs> if anything, it's just annoying. Cause now I got to go out and shovel this shit every time. Right. Well, actually, Jeff shoveled it last time. I shoveled it the first time on Monday, but then it just got covered again, and then I forgot to do it again, so then he had to go do it. But oh. last night, we got a couple, like, inches, but nothing crazy, but I'm oh, just again? kind of like, yeah, and we're supposed to get more on Sunday, so I'm like, oh. okay, Jesus is coming back, I guess. Oh, um, my God. Mary Cosby. Yeah, Thank I know. <laughs> I know. I honestly, like... I have Up and Adam's doing a live stream today with Ronald Richards, and he's giving an update on Jen Shaw, Erica, um, Jen Armstrong from OC. Oh, yeah, that's oh, new, too. There's someone else. But anyhow, yes, like good old Ronald Richards. Like, I feel like that, lo- the Jen Armstrong lawsuit, I feel like that's, I don't know, I feel like it's super, it's just like, not even on my like I don't care about it I like Jen too I do you know what it is the thing this all started actually a couple weeks ago and I I was reluctant to even take this person's word because I get a lot of dms where people are trying to throw housewives under the like oh I heard this about this person and you're just like can you give me a little bit more concrete I can't just go out (laughs) on my platform be like so Jen Shaw said that Meredith's pussy smells like Tuna, the oh old tuna. Can I say pussy yeah. on my podcast? I can do whatever I want. It's my podcast, it? right? Honey, <laughs> yes. And if, even if I always forget. I'm always like, wait, am I going to get... <laughs> I would still encourage the behavior. I'd be like, please, like, speak freely. Like, look. But that- no, it's just crazy. So now I'm seeing other bloggers talking about it. And it was just a Reddit thread. And I even said, I was like, guys, this sounds ridiculous, but it would be funny if that is in fact the real reason why these two have an issue with each other is a steakhouse hookup prior oh. to Salt Lake City being what filmed. Do you, but how do you feel about, like, do you believe it or? I don't know. I go back and forth. I could see it, honestly. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be dumb smacked if it did come out and it was the truth. Like, I, I don't look at Meredith and think like, oh, she's too like, because usually someone like Meredith, uh, I would expect there's something like she gets into stuff. Yeah. And like, good for her, you know, like YOLO, whatever. But I think I tend to lean, like, I'm still like, man, like, I don't really know for sure, but I'm kind of leaning more towards, yeah, it is true. Just because the way that they hate each other is only indicative of people that have like some type of fucking lovers quarrel, where like you know what I mean, like absolutely, like some type of sexual tension has to be involved for you to be like that pissed off about you know allegedly she's still mad about you know quote her child, but it's like, but that I thought about that. Are you still that mad? I mean, no. come on, you're talking about a grown child and not oh. to say anything like disrespectful, but I think 
her son is, I mean, without saying it, I think it's clear. So it's not like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Jen shouldn't have done that or whoever yeah, no. did it. I, but we're talking about clearly there's more to the story. It can't just be all this time gone by right. and it's still about your son. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't still be this impassioned and like angry about, you know, and like being like so aggressive with her anger too. Like she's like, haven't I told you, like, I won't film. I'm like, do you know that you're actually on a TV show, like, with her? And that's not, like, this isn't, like, an opt-out, like, this isn't, like, a high school elective, like, where you get to, like, pick and fucking choose. No. I was so, I, I got annoyed a little bit with her it's when annoying. she did it again at um, Whitney's thing, where she's like, what don't they understand? I'm like, sweetheart, you don't get paid if you don't fucking show up, right. Meredith, you right. knew this. Why are you playing this up? Like, you're like, why are they inviting her where I'm going to be? It's like, come on. She's got to be there. That's the whole point of the show. So it's like with Salt Lake City, it's so, there's so many moving parts <laughs> that go on on this franchise. Like it's, it's very emotionally exhausting at times. Like I'm like, Lisa but this is what I'll say. Okay, since I said Lisa, I was going to say Lisa and Whitney, you know, having their little, like, tiff. I'm not even going to say a feud because... It's I don't not a feud. They just have, like, just, like... Uh, like They're, like, they rubbing each other vibe. wrong. Yeah, like, they just don't vibe the same, but they can be... I feel like they can be cohesive, mm-hmm. you know, in the same environment. Okay? I agree. But, like, so you have that, then you have you know, Lisa and Heather, which it doesn't really even feel like that's still a thing. Like, I feel like that, if it all is on like low simmer on a back burner, like not even, we're not even like dealing with that. But then you have Mary Cosby versus everybody, except for Meredith, which what, like, what is that? (laughs) Um, The thing is too, and I really do wholeheartedly believe that if Jen Shaw had not gotten arrested this season, this whole storyline this season would have been around Mary and her church. Oh. It's totally the plot B that's playing in the background. If you notice, like, they they flip it in as much as they possibly can in regards to Mary. And it makes me think because actually yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before, I don't know if you've heard of her on YouTube, Sherelle's World. She kind of does, like, a Bravo like I don't think so. But I'm sure if I saw her face, I would recognize. Like I'm sure I've seen her content before. Yeah, totally. I mean, you would you would recognize her for sure. But she actually interviewed Mary's cousin. Oh. And he did not. He did not hold back. He did because not. at first I was like, well, wait, is this a salty cousin who just didn't get like a birthday check, or is watching his cousin on TV? Do you know? Like I think about yeah. that sometimes. I'm like, do some of these people's family or friends or distant family I don't know wake up one day see them on tv or see them in a headline and say ah I'm gonna try to monetize this I kind of feel like if that was you know if that was to be the case that they would have done it like earlier on you know what I mean like when the show like if somebody was going to exploit you for whatever kind of skeletons you have in your closet Mm -hmm. just thirsty for either you know the possibility of monetizing it or the notoriety or you know like what whatever people are fucking weird 
So like what I, if it was going to happen, I feel like it would have happened at the beginning. So he's had some time to sit with this and kind of like debate whether or not it's worth it to come out and expose Mary as, you know, whatever's still coming out about her. Look, there's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. He said some things though. So okay. she did a pre-interview with him apparently before she went on the YouTube because I think she wanted to vet him and make sure that he was not just blowing smoke because obviously there's a lot, you know, I've yeah, learned yeah. I've learned since July. Like I kind of knew before, but the liability on you is so great if you put yourself out there and give false information and then yeah. people find out about it. But she vetted him, she had a pre-interview with him and then they went on. But his whole thing was Mary, so this is alleged because obviously he didn't show receipts on the channel, but he was adamant about saying that Cameron, so you know Cameron, the one that Lisa spoke to, yeah, that mortgaged his house for $300,000. Anyways, right. <clears throat> allegedly, Cameron and Mary were sleeping together. Oh. They were having a full-blown affair. And that Cameron originally was dating... Mary's cousin's daughter and Mary went to her. I know I'm if I need to repeat this because I had to watch it a couple of times. I didn't get it. It's, this is, this is Salt Lake for you though. I'm sorry. It's just like, they're really all keeping everyone at the family reunion. Yes. They literally. So he's like, so then the, the Mary went to, oh. I don't remember who he said she, but she basically went to either the girlfriend or the, to Cameron and was like, you guys are not a good fit. You guys are not a good fit. Basically trying to get them to, to break not, up so that Mary yeah. could move in on Cameron. Okay. So, and that the Bishop knew and that he wanted Cameron to, con- so Cameron actually went to Bishop and, and confessed that he was sleeping with, with Mary. Okay. And then Bishop, get this, Bishop allegedly then told Cameron to keep doing that. Oh, so it was like a thing. So there was like an understanding. So clearly, I mean, I always kind of thought like Mary's not sleeping with her great grandfather, step grandfather. No, like they don't. It was just like a, it was head. given to her. It was almost like this thing. I almost like I'm not defending Mary, but I almost look at it like she clearly didn't have a direction in her life. It was not an option. Yeah. So it's it's as if like her family just kind of said, this is what you're going to do. It's all on you now. And she kind of said that a few episodes back. She kind of said, I was born into this. I didn't just wake up and just stumble into this money. So to some degree, I kind of, um, I don't want to sympathize with her. I have some compassion in some regard, but if in fact these allegations are true, not so much her sleeping with Cameron, because that's just whatever, but the church stuff is really what gets under my skin just because it, it's something that happens in a lot of churches. I think it does, but she's, I don't know. Watching her on the show, though, it's like, I'm not surprised if that's, in fact, what's going on, though. The way she just talks to her cast members alone, I can imagine what she does to people in her own congregation. And she's also got that, like, you know, she's kind she's intimidating. And it's Very not much. because she's like, it, like, I, I don't know. Like, just her people who are in like high religious positions, the same as like a politician or anybody with that, anybody with that degree of power always wields a bit of like fear, you know, just like, 
what could this person do to me? You know, I, like, I don't want to mess with that type of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so with, with regard to Mary, she went from, originally, I enjoyed watching, you know, her kooky, like, sitting in the closet, <laughs> like, talking to the mannequin heads, <laughs> sitting in those, like, weird Alice in Wonderland throne chairs, you know, kind of just living in her own world. And it was really fun to watch. Yeah. And then shit was going <laughs> fucking so It was like someone like, you know, like if you're about to miss your exit on a highway. Yeah, and you have to cut over four like, lanes. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what happened with Mary. It was like, oh shit, there's my exit. And the car was just like off the road. And I just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. It's not fun. And it's no. like, it's, it's, it's giving me like Ramona. Uh, yeah. 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 Where it's just like, Oh, this is icky. And I'm just not into it, you know? And there seems to be no, like the lack of accountability is really what just does it for me. Like when she was talking to Lisa and she said, I didn't say that. I was like, um, well, did you hear though that she said she apologized for how they edited it, but that she did not actually say that, that they edited it to make it seem like she said that. I was just looking at someone's stories because she went off on someone about like okay, but this I love whole her. thing. Because, you know, the thing is too, and I'm really, I know, like I need to, someone asked me the other day, I need to look into the Jenny's niece situation. I didn't oh, follow up that, with it. I don't I even know. Like is that something that was even real? It, okay, I feel, you know how I said with Mary's cousin, Jenny's niece came out like 22 seconds into the trailer that it, featured Jenny. And she's like, that, you know, that I kind of feel like is one of those. Mm, you're salty about that, something. Well, yeah, like there's some bad blood, you know, perhaps between like whatever parent of hers is related to Jenny, mm-hmm. and Jenny or you know, even between Jenny and her niece. I don't know. It just, it just seems like a clout chase for me. If somebody like comes out, you know, and on TikTok, really. I know there could have been a, I, she could have gone to page six or Dumois. I don't know. Like some, no, go to page six. You're going to go on TikTok, go to page six, at least get it yeah. in a real publication. I mean, it's, I don't know, you know, it but it seemed very like thirsty to me. So well, it was I'm, a little coincidental. Yeah, and I'm, t- you know, I'm not, like, totally writing it off. I'm taking it with a grain of salt, obviously. Like, I'm enjoying Jenny. I think, Me too. I think she brings a good dynamic. Like, I- I'm so glad that we're done with the sister-wife thing. I never want to fucking hear about it ever again. I'm, I really never thought that that was a real storyline. I think that, I don't know why, who, is there some, like, Facebook group for New Housewives that are looking for storylines where people are just like, Hey, use this. Oh, you're in Salt Lake. Oh, do a sister wife storyline. Oh, you're 47. Try to get pregnant again, Melissa. Why are you guys coming up with these same story? Come up with something else. Yeah. Fake an alcohol problem. Fake. Right. Like fake. fake an issue in your marriage that doesn't really exist. You don't have to worry about it at the end of the day. You get know what I'm saying? Surgery. Get plastic surgery. Like, yeah. Go get Botox a- and like do something else. Like, have a glow-up storyline, you know, like, do that. But, yeah, no, the weird the, – that goes back to me saying, like, there's so many weird moving parts in Salt Lake City. Um, 
you know, like Whitney with her rebrand that she spent $20,000 on a photo shoot, but it still had the old label. And I was just like very confused about that whole situation. Um, Heather Gay, in my opinion, is okay. Like, I love her. Like, I love her too. She's fantastic. Like, because I feel like, I feel like she is the most authentic person on the show okay i'm not saying she gets everything right because nobody does like you have a camera crew follow you around oh my god it's like take shit like people don't okay. get it right they really don't right they don't so but for all accounts and purposes i feel like heather gay is the sanest person on that cast she's <laughs> the most fascinating person on that cast when you like really break it down mm-hmm. um and then she's also kind of like the most like relatable, but also not relatable because you always want to relate a little bit, but not enough because this is our fantasy. It's an elevator. Yeah. You, yeah. in your mind, you're like, I want to get to that place at some point, exactly. not be at the same level. Correct. So she's like, she's the one who really just does it for me. Honestly, I feel like there could be a spinoff show of Beauty Lab. Oh, 1000%. Like since it seems like Vanderpump Rules is like on its way out, I feel like we could replace Vanderpump with Beauty Lab and have a whole show centered around Dre and Heather and their mm-hmm. relationship because they're both like adorable. I follow Dre on Instagram. She's really adorable. Um, but I just, I don't know. I really, really, really like Heather. Lisa, I love Lisa's one-liners, but she's also very rehearsed. Totally. And that's something that, okay, so I, I said this on Sunday when we were watching, I was like, I really like Lisa, but not for the reasons why I think people think so. I think because I've always, maybe because I worked in beauty and stuff, there was always a client or someone that was just like her. You know, they come in and be like, oh my God, this looks great. Oh my God, what is it? Oh my God, hold on one second. I need to take this call. Okay. It looks so good. Do you think it'll look good on me? I yeah. love that. <laughs> what? Like that, I've dealt with Lisa's like that my entire career up until this point. So it's like when I see her reactive, like when she gets like, I can't wait for the Sundays when she like, when she can't handle it and she does. I like, but I relate to that so hard because you could see it. Like if you analyze her and you like really study her butt, like you can see the moment that she fucking snapped. And she was like, ah! and I was yeah, like, she's oh, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I have like goosebumps talking about it because when she said, do you want to go? I was like, yes, bitch. Like, <laughs> I really, I'm not even kidding. Like it gave me all my fucking life. And I was like, that's how you know she was born and raised in New York, not Salt Lake City. Like she's a transplant, but the New York is not. It was like, I am so excited to see this all play. Like so horny for this. She thought she was on the subway for a second. Like someone was trying to steal her seat. She did. Her body, like her spirit left her body. It was all New York. There was no Salt Lake, no Mormon nothing she was like i'm gonna fuck like the handshake oh epic the fact that she even still sat there and didn't get up the way jen was hunching over her like i like that poor production woman on the on the bus was probably like not expecting that to happen at all because she was probably eating chips or something and was like oh (laughs) shh gotta pull you back 
Like, don't you feel bad for production in moments like that? Like, what the fuck? I would be like, oh, like. Because I think sometimes they're like, when do you step in? She's not technically, but it could, I don't know. Sometimes a cast member step in instead. You know, if they see something happening, but like. Both do that. Like, Heather and Whitney both like backed up, like, oh. Because I don't, if I was in a situation like that, I wouldn't be sitting, I wouldn't want to sit. If it's not about me, I mean, I would, I would have slid over. I would try to like. I don't know what I would do, actually. That's a good question. I yeah, I can't say for certain, obviously, because I've not been involved in, like, a girl fight on a sprinter bus before. On a girl's trip? On a girl's trip, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's <laughs> that's not something I've yet experienced in this lifetime. However, what I will say is I kind of feel like I would have tried to diffuse the energy. And maybe, maybe one of them did. You know, like, I could see Whitney trying to be like, you guys, you know, like oh, not like, doing that. Like, <laughs> the fuck out. A lot of hand gesturing lot, in this franchise. A lot of yeah, like there's a lot of finger pointing. There's a lot of like hand, you know, they're getting their upper body in. But it's I don't know. It's going to be a lot, and I think this is the episode where Meredith says, you know, like love you, baby. I think <laughs> right. I think. This weekend is going to be very, like, I feel like I should take a Xanax before I watch it personally. Um, It's just, it's so emotionally draining watching them. I I think that, I think you hit on the head when you said there's so many moving parts, because I think that's part of the reason why I think there's a slow traction for viewership. Week to week, because people don't know what I'm watching, because there's so much happening. And I like that stuff. I like it when there's a lot going on because I don't like it sometimes when we're focused on one storyline the entire time. Right. So like there's a lot of moving parts. You know, you have a lot of interpersonal issues with the ladies. Then you have Mary's church in the background. Then you have Jen yeah. Shaw, obviously, in the forefront. And then you have Meredith and all that other stuff. So it's just like, it's so good, though. Yeah. It's gr- I really For a season like- two. Yeah. For a season two, it's very strong. It's different than any of the other franchises. But I think, um, you know, like when I did, when I had my episode with uh, David Yontef, he was saying, I think this is like the direction that Housewives is moving, you know, away because it's got to evolve, you know, Mm -hmm. as it goes on. It's been on for so many years, 16 seasons of Orange County. So it's, it's been on for a long time. So it's going in like a different direction, but I like it personally. I think it's good i'm not a fan of like all the changes that are going on obviously um Mm -hmm. like noella personally i could um i could do with without all of all of this and i liked her at first the first two episodes i liked her and i liked all you know all the explosive you know the like being served these divorce papers from fucking Puerto Rico that were in Spanish. Like how dramatic, like what a telenovela we're, you know, we're living right now. But then it was just like, okay, shut up. Cause this is a lot. I honestly think, and I know you haven't been, you're not fully caught up on OC. I one episode behind. Yeah. Oh, so then you're not, you're not far, far behind. Yeah. There was something that happened and I'm not going to give it away. Cause it's in a, it's in a first look clip. But, and you may have seen it, where Noella confronts Jen about the tagged photo. Oh, yeah, I saw so that. In the preview, when you just watched that, you're like, Noella, shut up. Okay. But then I did some research. Okay. Jen's, Jen is thirsty. 
I'm going to tell you why. Okay. okay. <laughs> so if you, if you watch, when you watch it, pay attention to Noella because she slips in and you got to remember guys, like editing is fun because they yeah. can make something look like it's something completely different than it is. But there was one point where Noella is explaining to Jen why it was upsetting to her. Okay. So we heard her say, well, we only met two times. It's weird. I'm not even in the photo and it's not even a cute photo. Like doing right. that was all extra stuff. But the baseline was apparently something to do with her working at a med spa or being attached yeah, to like a an med spa or something, something like that. And it was almost like she was trying to get her attention to see if it would cross promote it. Oh. And she was calling her out more on that. But I think they're playing it up to just make her seem like she's, she's projecting what's going on okay. in her life on the gen. Gotcha. But you know, the other thing about Jen is she has this lawsuit, obviously, with the unlicensed doctor yeah. that's going on. But one of her staffers reached out to me <gasps> in the DMs with receipts, with screenshots of text messages <gasps> from Jen. And I'm... Bravo boner. <laughs> it's... When I tell you the things that she's alleging in her text, she has a lawyer. Oh, they're about to go to the press. Oh, but as of yesterday, Jen is now allegedly suing her staff. Oh, they're all getting her hit with staff. lawsuits. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So the staff oh. all hate her because the way she would treat them and be, she would have them call in narcotics like Xanax and things like that. And then she would pick them up. She would call it in for her, like the staff would call it in for someone and then she would be the one to pick up the narcotic, allegedly. So I broke that story because there was enough to go on that. But then she said there's even more, but she just can't talk about it yet until the lawyer gives her the the green light, basically when she can start talking to the press about it when she's legally safe. But yesterday, I think she was scared a little bit because it seems like Jen knows that this is all coming. Probably. Right. But my thing is like, look, Jen's been trying to get on this show for what, five seasons now? Yeah. And she's finally on. Right. But then it's like, I mean, I don't dislike her, but I don't know her enough. I just get turned off when I barely gotten to know a housewife and then they've got all this shit that comes out yeah, within no, the first three that. episodes. I'm like, I haven't even gotten to know her to decide right. if I like her or not yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% with you on that. I think that's why right now I'm so not like turned off completely, but I'm more in the position of being turned off by Noella than I am turned on. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so much. It's like, hold on. I don't want all your slop to define you. Like, let's talk a little bit about, you, you know, you have kids, like, let's and not okay we don't even have to include kids like go fucking shopping have a luncheon like do don't one of you have like a business you're about to shannon has her lemon thingy like somebody have an event you know do something i think for her this was her business getting on the show for noella was part of her business but what i do also believe is that um and this was she was on watch what happens live and sweet james pointed it out that you know, she really wanted to be on the show so badly. Yeah. But yet, production papers show otherwise. Sweet James, who was the one filling out all the paperwork and wanting to get their family on the show. So it's just convenient now that things backfired once background checks came back. 
And do I think Noelle is putting on for the show because she's watched it and studied it? Yes, a thousand percent. So much so that on Watch What Happens Live, he asked her, Andy asked her a question about something to do with Jen. And she did, you'll remember this because so many other housewives have done this. So it's so played out where he's like, so what did you think about when Jen said blah, blah, blah? And she was like, who? Oh. Like, who is that? And took a sip of uh, champagne. And I was instantly like, okay, you have studied this too much. Okay, You're emulating and not even bringing your own original spin to the reaction, at least. You know what I mean? It's like... It's giving, and honestly, we shouldn't be at all surprised by this. It's giving Bronwyn 2.0 vibes. And why? Oh, because she's Bronwyn's friend. That's originally how she, like, got brought into this circle. So... It would only make sense. That Hopefully she's not as dumb as Bronwyn though and doesn't burn her storyline out before people actually care enough to keep her on. If she continues on this trajectory, she's going to crash and burn in the same way Bronwyn did because people are going to be tired of it. Because I'm already, I personally am already tired of seeing all the headlines about, you know, my credit cards are frozen and I'm, you know, I only have one credit card. I can only shop on Amazon. I can only do, you know, and look, I've been in a divorce type situation and I know it's contentious and all that kind of stuff, but you don't need to let everybody know every single thing, especially about your divorce. You have kids. She has a daughter that she doesn't talk about, which I respect because maybe she has some sort of like. Her ex-husband won't let her daughter be right, on the like show. Like camera and, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever her ex-husband, that shithead. It's a slave. Uh, no, that no, not Slade. That's um, what's her name? Um, Simon. Mm. And Simon. Yeah, like maybe it's a situation like that, and I respect that. So we don't need to worry about her daughter necessarily being on the show. But talk, just I don't know. I feel like if she continues at this speed, she's gonna crash and burn the same way Bronwyn did. And I don't. She just needs to her. give a balance because right yeah. now it's like. Here's my question, and I, this is a valid question because I understand she keeps saying. And I'm not saying he's not an asshole. Right. He's being a dick in his own right. However, you do have a son, to your point. I don't have kids, but I can imagine. I know it's easier said than done, but when you're in, I do know for a fact, if I was going to be on a public platform, and even if my baby daddy was, or my husband was treating me and my child that way, I would stick to the facts of how he's treating me. I wouldn't put it out there that he's cut the credit cards. He's he's leaving us high and dry because here's the the real story, sweetheart. You have a job. Yeah. You're getting paid for the show. So you are getting some income. So where's that money? And she's like an ambassador. Hello. Like she said, like she was bitching about. Exactly. And I know that doesn't generate. No, but here's the thing. You have more than enough to take care of your son. Well, and she said she's like squatting at her mansion. Hello, hashtag downsize, move out. Uh, Gina did it. Well, the the what issue is it? not so much. So I don't understand how. I don't like comparing. She's not squatting them. because they're married. So if that house is theirs. She posted something calling herself a squatter. I'm not joking. Today I saw it. She was like, I'm squatting at my mansion right now. I was like, first of all, you don't squat at a mansion. See, that's the stuff that's going to turn people off. Well, that's the stuff that's going to get her in trouble with her attorney if she doesn't start, like, 
And her little bit, I'm sorry, on Watch What Happens Live, going back to her her son, at some point her son's going to watch that Watch What Happens Live. And when she's on there being like, come on, James, sign the paper so we can end this and I'll stop. Like, why would you do that? And you know that your son could watch that one day and be like, mom, what was that about? Or I don't know. This is where trauma starts, I guess. It's a lot. I don't know. I'm, I still am. This season of Orange County is delivering. I'm enjoying it. It's been a few years since I've actually enjoyed watching it. It was more, you know, something I would watch kind of passive. I would have it on like while I was like, mm-hmm. doing other shit in my house or whatever. But now I actively watch it and I do enjoy it. Um, but the Heather, how are you feeling about Heather Dubrow? The same about, I've always felt about her. I think yeah. she's incredibly fake. Um, I think there's a lot more sinister stuff going on in her marriage than she's pretending to let on. Really? I think Terry's plastic surgery practice business needs a lot more highlighting in terms of the, I mean, his practice has horrible reviews. Have you yeah, gone I've, to I've look? Seen, I was going to say, I, well, I've seen other people post, you know, and this isn't just from the last two years. Yeah, no, this is a span of like six, seven years. If you go back and yeah. it's all similar issues, it's yeah. not one-offs. You know, like when you look at the restaurant Yelp and they're like, Oh, my sister's birthday. And the waitress had black hair and I asked for blonde. Right. Like that's not what this terrible. is. This is like people who have watched him. Right. Because Kelly Dodd also said no one in Newport Beach goes to Terry because they all know he's shit. It's always people traveling in that watch the show that think Uh, he's like, oh, he's Terry Dubrow. So they fly in, they get the consults. And that's how he, because a lot of the reviews also said that he would make people pay like $400 for a consult fee before he decided if they were a good match. And then it was like usually a $30,000 starting point for anything boob related. Like everybody on there was like 25 to 30 K grand for titties. Listen. Okay. But botched. But botched titties at that. I got like top of the line titties for, it was like 12,300 and I had a lift implant and I had my nipples in and I don't care who knows about it because I love them. But $30,000 for titties and they're botched. I'm surprised he hasn't been, you know, exposed more for that. And I'm surprised he's on a show called Botched. That's what, that's, that's what Kelly hate. and her husband. Um, so everyone hates Kelly and for whatever reason, but their recaps on OC are hilarious. Like Kelly, oh, wow. is like she don't give a shit. Like she'll be like, Oh, you know, that one part, this is what's really going on. So, you know, I don't know if you heard this, but you remember when Heather's party was going on and that whole debacle happened and she was like, I'm quitting the show. Yeah, and yeah, then she went up like, to the camera and she was going to do one of these. Yeah. Well, someone, Kelly alleges, someone, one of the girls on the show texted her from that night and said, I was really shocked at Heather's behavior towards production. Like she shoved that cameraman. Like she like put her hands on him and was being really aggressive so much so that she made a big point for them to all shut it down now. And she was getting in people's faces and talking to people in such a nasty way. And Kelly's reading the text message and whoever it was, was like, I didn't even know we were allowed to do that. She's like, we're not. 
but this happened last time. And that's why Heather was demoted and then left because she was like, I'm, you know, you're not going to demote me and then lied about it. And then in Dave Quinn's book, finally, she like, you know, she reveals that that's what happened. So, and apparently Noella is the one that's bringing that to the forefront. Cause I don't think Noella is the one that's texting Kelly. I think it's Shannon because they're neighbors, but that's, that would make sense. um, Noella, I think is being tasked to go after after Heather. Okay. Well, Cause I think I mean, because she has Shannon's back and I think that's why. Look, I, okay. I know this is an unpopular opinion, hot take. I love Shannon. I don't mind her. I, I know she, she fucks up, but I think that she, <laughs> like, she definitely fucks up. Don't, that's not, honey, that's not lost on me. Like I'm totally clued in to what Shannon Bedore is. But I think that Shannon Bedore comes from a good place. She just doesn't always like land the plane well. She, it, she like she flies it in and she means well, and then like shit just kind of implodes. And it's usually her fault, but sometimes it's not. And she is a good scapegoat. She's an easy scapegoat, mm-hmm. you know. And because she's kind of like pissed so many people off she doesn't really have an alliance except Mm -hmm. for noella right now so she's got gina and emily who are you know i live for gina by the way i love her but like she's got gina and emily teamed up against her and then she's got heather dubro and terry dubro and all their money and power against her so i look i have a soft spot for her i know she's a little bit problematic at times but i think I think that she can still come out of this season looking okay. And ideally not leave. I think think she's, first of all, I think Heather, well, let's take a few steps back. So in the beginning, I did think that Shannon knew what she was doing when she was spilling that tea about Nicole and not remembering who's who, like, why did it even come up? Right. Yeah, I think so she just wanted to. You planted a seed because you wanted to see if they were your real true friends. That's my opinion. I think she was testing Emily and Gina because if we're going to be honest after last season, why would you trust these girls when you yeah. know Heather's coming back too, when they're going to be up her ass? I was going to say, she should have been better. She should have been more prepared for Heather Dubrow to return because we've seen Heather Dubrow embarrass Shannon. <laughs> like, she did it again. I know. I'm like, she does it all the time. So Shannon should at this point have some sort of preparedness when it comes to okay i've got to deal with heather so let me not be a shit stir as much with stuff that involves heather be a shit stir with anybody else just don't i don't want her and heather because i don't like how heather really does intimidate shannon and you can tell shannon feels like this big when heather like when they both were wearing their claire's boutique on high ponies which can we fucking stop can we please stop with the the I was so annoyed watching those two high ponytails try to communicate with each other that I almost just stopped watching so I'm just like first of all you guys did way too much with the hair today focus on the argument because the hair was so distracting I was like these two women are really out here having a full-on argument with their hair looking like this at an actual event please shut down production this is an embarrassment to everybody but I just I hope that 
I hope that Shannon and Heather can coexist the way that, you know, Lisa and Whitney coexist to what, you know, they're not friends and they don't have to be friends and they can have their little tips. Yeah, they can. I just want Shannon to to buck up a little bit when it comes to Heather. Like, I wouldn't have sat there and let her talk to me that way outside. I said, I would have been like this. Couldn't have been me because I would have probably thrown a drink in Heather's face and I would have been like off the show. She's scared of getting sued again after the whole Jim Bellino thing. You know, she's terrified because Jim Bellino almost fucking bankrupted her. So she's like, let me shut up because this bitch has like real money and i'm yes. not trying to get it I'm but the thing is oh, what are you going to come after her for uh, her lemons but but even that what it what is it that you're going to do heather are you going to sue her know. okay fine but it if it's not reasonable the judge is going to throw it out so all you're doing is just trying to like scare people it's, it's a very adrian maloof move yeah it is it's an intimidation tactic it's very lvp adrian maloof you know top dog i have money this is my flex on you mm-hmm. energy. And, and I hate that because Shannon does get so intimidated, which I don't blame her for because of the Jim Bellino thing. No, totally. It's triggering for her. Yeah. It's tri- Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's a huge trigger. So I think that that's why she just, she just sat back and took it when the ponytails were battling each other. Like she just sat there and, I don't, I don't blame her in her head. I'm sure she was like, bitch, I will drown you in this pool if you don't stop threatening me. But obviously she's, oh, she was definitely pissed when she walked away for sure. For sure. For sure. How could you not be? Cause you literally just got made to look so small and not just small. This is on camera. So you're like, huh? It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I I felt embarrassed for her. her. No, I do. And when Jeff Lewis was on Watch What Happens Live, okay, I, look, first of all, I love Jeff Lewis, okay, love him. But when he said that Heather Dubrow is the Cruella DeVille, it's true. She really is the villain. She's just a rich white lady who wears, like, head-to-toe designer and lives in, like, a freaking like a convention center basically <laughs> first of all they did all that they the real reason why allegedly the real reason why heather's really wanting to be back on the show is because they want to use it to create a pocket listing for that house um i mean look i don't i never hate a chick with a hustle you know everybody's got to get paid at the end of the day she's used to living her lifestyle but do I do I think that Jeff Lewis is dead on? Yes. I also know that he and Shannon Bedore are good friends. So obviously he's going he's to gonna have her back for sure. But he he said before all that that Heather oh, yeah. was a monster. So yeah. so I, I I think that I, I think that it'll carry on for a little bit, but ideally I hope that the whole season isn't centered around just like taking Shannon down, you know. I fear that that's what it's going to be, though. Yeah, I, I, from the trailer, I am. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm every two seconds, Shannon's running away or crying or screaming. So I'm like, okay, there's a lot of crying. It's be a Shannon season, I think. There's a lot of crying. I, I have a feeling that this might be her last season. Um, sadly, I know. Um, but I look like I said, I, I really do enjoy Shannon. I hope it's not her last season. She needs to figure out something else with her storyline. Like, yeah, the lemons are cute and everything. And her kids, I love her kids. Her kids are funny. Like they remind me of Giselle's kids. The way mm-hmm. they, they just poke at her. her. They're just like, 
you know, it's funny. Well, I think honestly, if she does get put in that position, I hope not. But here's the other part of it. She has some successful businesses that Bravo gets a part of that business. So it could hurt them by not keeping Shannon at this point because I don't know. Yeah. What is Heather really doing other than bringing the, the elevation back to the OC in the sense of like her image, the house, the the clothing and all that stuff. Yeah. But Shannon's actually got businesses that she started on the show that have thrived. Right. So I don't know if they do or Shannon needs an alliance next season. Like she needs a backup, someone that she can trust on the show because it's clear none of these girls like her. I don't think Noella is a a good... Noella um, will drop Shannon like a hat. She's just using her right now because it's easy and she knows that people are coming after her. So it's kind of like an easy way to be like, screw Heather. But I will say, I mean, good for Noella for going up against Heather. Yeah. That's a ballsy thing to do as a first time housewife. You know, I wouldn't necessarily take that approach on my first season. No, I don't think, especially Heather, just because there is like a creepy, like power element between Terry and Heather that it's enjoyable to watch as a viewer, but would I want to be in the situation? No, I wouldn't. Not at all. Like that's not where Noella is. I feel like that's the only housewife, honestly, who I kind of am just I don't I'm I would be good with never, you know, having an experience. You know, like most other housewives, like if you saw somebody and you were like, Oh my god, like like I saw so and so. Like if I saw her, I would just be like, like You know what I would I if I was a first time housewife on the OC, I would almost take it the opposite route. I would be distant with Heather. And then let her come to me and be like, I feel like we're not connecting. And I would like, I just don't get a good vibe from you. Like I would take that approach versus trying to come after her. I would let her come to me and then let me kind of go back and forth. So I, I don't know, but I don't trust Heather and I don't trust Terry at all. Oh, Terry gives me like, okay. Ventriloquistallvibes.com. Like. (laughs) I don't even want to say what kind of vibes he gives me, but like. Not a good, they're not warm and fuzzy. It's It's very, I don't know, well, because it's just, he kind of looks creepy. That's a ventriloquist doll. Like, yes. The, that but like, scene of Heather and Terry, the, the everybody's made a meme of. This bouncing. Yes. Oh my gosh. The face, sleep paralysis demon. That was. Why does he keep doing that to his face? Why does he keep putting all that filler in it? I don't know. Why is she letting him? Like, why doesn't she be like, what the f- are you doing? Oh, I doesn't fucking care. She doesn't care. No, she really does not give a <laughs> I was fuck. like, if that was me and my husband was a plastic surgeon and he just felt like he <laughs> up full of wrestling or, you know, like, do you, boo? Whatever. Whatever keeps you fucking happy, I really don't care. Whatever keeps the fucking lights on, I don't give a but, shit. Yeah. <laughs> whatever gets you up in the morning, doll, just... <laughs> Do whatever it's do whatever it is that makes you happy. I wouldn't give a shit personally, and that's as a wife, I wouldn't fucking care. Um, but you know, speaking of like businesses uh from housewives, yes. Um, so we have our latest housewife to launch a hair extensions company. Like, which number housewife is this? Do we even know? We should have a vision, but you know what? We should have like connect the dots with like red string of. Women I need to go check my comments. Someone commented about 
Because I feel like there's been like a bunch of housewives. I know there's a ton of them that have, that's either still have it or have tried it or gone down that road. I think hair is one of those things like it's easy because you can get your hands on. Well, and who doesn't love a hair extension or a wig? Like I love a wig. I love a hair extension. You know, I'm not wearing any today, but do I have them? Yeah. And I love them. But um, am I paying $600 for the halo that Erica Jane is trying to sell on her website? Absolutely not. Well, so I'm going to, I want to, I'm glad we're touching on this because, you know, TikTok doesn't allow for very much explanation behind why I did this. So, and for the most part, people understood where I was going with this. It was not because I was trying to come after her and demolish whatever way she was trying to make money because yeah, you gotta make money i get it i get it but you are making money and you are doing other things you you you're doing sponsorships again yeah. you're on the show you got a big raise you get a million dollars for season 12 i mean yeah. is it what you have with tom no but you're doing way better than most of the country sweetie so with that being said i personally when i first saw the website come up i looked at it and i just was instantly disappointed because you're talking about if you're going to put something like your brand is the pretty mess. Right. Okay. Erica Jane, glitz, glamour, all of that. So you go on now, you've moved on from the scandal somewhat. You're or trying to move on oh, rather, yeah. rebuild your brand. Your right. You, your first thought is I should start a hairline. I think that's a brilliant way to go because it makes sense. It's not something weird. You're not coming out with crockpots. So it's not like, what the fuck is this? So you're coming out with hair extensions. Great. I love that idea. Now let's get the website looking like it's branded in that it's you, not these stock images that you got from iStock photo and just a few glamour shots of yourself just to kind of sell the website. But then when you start looking down, so I, I don't know what brought it upon myself, maybe because I build e-commerce sites and I know you have to go through certain things to make sure you do it successfully. So like when you build a Shopify site, you know, you at the bottom, you got to remove powered by Shopify because that makes people feel less like whatever. So it's totally a Shopify site. I know that. I reverse Google image searched all the photos. They all come from a source. everyone but then the funny part is that everyone came after me to say in my dms of course because all the erica like army fans obviously i knew they were going to come after me so then tiktok wouldn't let me upload the receipts it like i did it five times and it was like an hour later still showing zero views like they were saying it's still being processed so i just said okay i'm gonna take this to instagram then you guys are gonna have to go over there if you want to see it and it just kind of like turned into this thing where i think people thought they didn't understand what my issue with it was. Like, they were like, well, how do you think all these other places make money? It's called, you have to mark it up. Like, do you want her to sell it for the exact amount that she's buying it for? And I said, I'm not responding to these people, but in my mind, I'm like, you guys clearly don't get what the issue is. Like in my mind, I'm coming at it from like a, I'm very brand image focused. So like, you just came out of season 11 everyone still didn't believe you at the end of the reunion. They still think you're trash. They still think you're guilty. They still think you knew, and they still think you robbed widows and orphans. Okay. Yep. But you're going into season 12, trying to build a new narrative and that you're getting back on your feet and it's a new Erica and we're starting over. 
So this is part of that narrative, I guess, because I'm sure she's going to bring this up on the show. I'm starting a business. and oh, sure. My thing is that I don't need to be, I don't wear hair extensions, but I've been around the business and I understand you have to mark up stuff, like obviously. But here's my point. I was able to source those, that same halo, okay, for $176. Well, let's just say, because she's getting it for cheaper than that, because here's the other thing that I didn't point out in that video. At the top of her website, it says pre-orders are until January 15th. Okay. So you can pre-order right now, Shannon, right? Okay. Go on there, pre-order the Halo. Great. You will have to wait until the 15th, though, before that order is sent out. And then another two weeks from that point before you receive it. So her FAQs say you will get your order two weeks from the day that you order. So that's 14 business days. Now, when I went onto the, the I don't want to say it's the manufacturer site, but the, the source of where she allegedly is ordering the hair. Yeah. At the top, when you add to cart, it says you will receive your order in two weeks. So uh-huh. two plus two is she's not even putting any money into this. She's going to say, pre-order until January 15th. And let's say she gets a hundred orders. Do you know how much margin she has up front before she even places that order? And then what she's going to do is she's going to buy a higher quantity and get it for even less cost. So to me, that means you don't respect your, your audience. You don't care about your fans and you're willing to take every single dollar that you can, however you can with zero integrity behind it. Right. And that yeah. I think rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm getting a little emotional about it and people are like, no. get a life, but it's just kind of like, it just, I don't know. It rubbed me wrong. I'm like, do you really think that it's low of everyone? A bit more. No, I feel okay. When you're on damage control, like she is okay. Mm-hmm. She's on look her image after the reunion. Shit's a mess. It's not a pretty mess. It's just an actual like it's a mess, okay? Mm-hmm. So she's on the road to try and repair her image. I understand that, okay? She's I'm sure this season will the storyline will be focused on dating life and this business launch of her, you know, her hair extensions. Um but the like you were saying, the markup and you know, I had an LLC up until a couple months ago. I understand marking up you know, there's customer acquisition costs, there's this, that, and the other, but I don't have an Erica Jane budget. And I was taking photos of my own product. Like girl, get your iPhone. The camera quality is sick. Like get a little editing app, like actually put some blood, sweat, and tears, like sweat equity into your business. And then people might respect you and be like, this is a woman who, you know, her husband scammed all these people and she really was the victim. Cause I feel like she's kind of missing an opportunity to paint herself as, you know, like you guys, like I'm really trying so hard to, you know, like work back for my money and make my own money and be my own woman when really she's stealing fucking images evidently from these Turkish hair extension site, marking it up 60, you know, 600% and my point is this, if you're just drop shipping hair, you could still mark it up 50% and still be making a whole hundred percent over what you've been purchasing on. Like why go even like people wouldn't be mad at that. I don't think people are mad at the fact that she's coming out with a hairline. I think people oh. instantly went on the website and was like, are you nuts? 
Yeah. It's lazy. It's clear, like, either this is a shell company so that you can show a loss at the end of the year or something, or it's for the show to make it, like, a storyline. I don't know. That's The shell company makes, I mean, that tracks, I guess, with what's being alleged. I don't know her personally, so I can't speak on it, but what's being alleged that, you know, that would track. But I really wish that she would have taken this opportunity to, even if it's not true, okay? And not that exactly. I'm angry, but if you want people to like you again, and I know she's the queen of like, I don't give a fuck, but I know she cares to a degree. We all care. Everybody cares. It's human nature to care to mm-hmm. some extent. And she had an opportunity to really put herself out there as like this hardworking woman, like doing it on her own, you know, and she could have, my thought, if I was, I wish I could just have like an hour with her. Right, just like an hour and ask. I would, I would give it to her straight because I'm not a Mikey. I'm not trying to lick your asshole, Erica. I'm just telling you straight. Like what I would have done is I would have taken your story from last season and I would have said during the break, you started to realize that life is different now. Yeah. Take what you learned from living that high lux lifestyle and apply the new ways you're learning to adjust to the new normal and bring us a hairline that's affordable, that's lux. Right. That saying you can be a pretty mess at any budget and it doesn't need to cost a thousand dollars. I was spending this much to get my extensions in, but I don't want you guys. So do you see what I'm saying? Like you could have totally yeah. changed the narrative and been like, well, kind of like how Rena has her dusters. They're relatable. It's relatable to everyday people. You know, it's on TV. So. And also Rena coming out with a lipstick wine makes sense. Yeah, so no one was mad at that. They were almost like, ah, it was like, aha. When, I feel, like, what, do you feel, what do you feel would have been like a fair price point for except for the, you know, the, for her, I 50% markup off of what I saw. I'm not mad that she's, I'm yeah. not saying you should make 20 bucks off of each weft. I'm oh, just saying like, know. I get I, you want to make money, but like, really, you're going to charge yeah. someone $610 for a 20 inch halo. I feel like I would have paid. I think the max I would have paid if I had seen reviews saying that it was like the best hair extension they've ever used blah 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 whatever i don't know i feel i feel good about like 350 that's where my mind goes i was like 350 because it's an investment it's an investment you know you take care of it it's something you you know use you know over and over so 350 i was i was feeling good about that number but 600 dollars girl by like that's not happening. Not for you. It's like you literally are trying to make your fans pay back all the shit that you spent. Right. That's how it comes off to me. I'm just yeah. saying that rubs people the wrong way right now when they see someone hungry for money like that, when they just haven't even settled on the last situation that they've been stuck in. Right. What are you doing? So, you know, we'll have to keep, you know, we'll have to see how it plays out when they start to air the show. Yeah, I guess to see if it's a storyline or maybe like my whole thing will come up on the show. Who knows? Maybe that would be. <laughs> Someone awesome. sees my TikTok, Sutton sees my TikTok, and it's like, wait, is this website real? 
Let's speak on existence. I love that. Speak on it. Oh, I'm no, just waiting for someone to show up at my door with a cease and desist. <laughs> I would love that for you too. Like it would be very Lynn Curtin. I always. <laughs> exactly oh like, man! If I did, you would see me on every station, every is, news oh, outlet. God, I hope you'd Facetime me like right away and be like, "The greatest thing that's ever happened in the history of my life just happened." Like I just got a cease and desist. Just stop talking about Erica. Um, it's resume worthy. I just, I, I doubt she cares. I doubt. She I, I wish her. I wish her success because I don't, you know, I don't wish bad things on people really in general, but I think that she's going about it the wrong way. I think she's going to get a rude awakening because people are not paying $600 for a halo one halo that's what it, it is right it's just one is what it's I just one about. but here's the thing people in my comment this is weird this is how you know that either people that are working for her she's clever she's got a little army of people on tiktok that have these like weird random profiles that come in and comment with a lot of like explanation if you will so i've gotten two similar comments where someone's come into the it's like you know what you're showing is just for one weft she's actually giving you 10 and then I went back on the website to see where are we getting this information. There's yeah. nothing on the website that says you're getting ten wefts of yeah, anything. I go on all the one. things. Yeah, it's one long weft. Right, that's it. Sixty inches, inches wide, and you cut it and you you tape them or you clip them in. That's it. That's one whole thing. It's the same grams of hair, same density. So her little note in the website where she's like, "I handpicked and added to it so that it was perfect." No, you didn't. You picked a higher gram. And you still overcharged for it. Then I go to Go Naked Hair by Portia. She's got bundles that start at $52 that are same quality hair. So I don't know. I'm not in the hair salon business. I don't purchase hair wholesale and sell it. Like Portia's, I really, I have no. She has wigs. Yeah, but I, but they're super affordable. And they're nice too, because Giselle has been on. I've seen Giselle wearing them on social media. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people wearing Porsche's wigs and they look high quality for the price point. Yeah. I'm not saying it looks like a full on. Well, it's not a Beyonce, Beyonce wig right. by I'm any like, means. Right. But is- listen, if you want to spend $150 on a, a, a full frontal with human hair. Sure. Why not? Why not? But this. I, yeah. Yeah. So we have to stay tuned on that one. I'm not quite sold on that business quite yet. Yeah. You know, and the other the other weird thing coming out in Beverly Hills, since we're like on it real quick, I was reading this morning that people um, on the cast are evidently pissed off that Kathy, I guess, finagled whatever she finagled. I guess it's, you know, a mystery, which, um, sorry, it's nobody's business. But what my issue with um, the other cast members being upset about Kathy's pay increase is, is we're okay with Erica getting a pay increase. And she's standing accused of potentially having stolen money from orphans and widows. Okay. And I'm not saying she's guilty. I'm not saying she's not guilty. I'm just saying this is what's being alleged. Mm-hmm. She got a pay raise and a pretty, a pretty healthy one. Oh yeah. So why, but we're not mad about that. We're mad about Kathy. I'm sorry, Kathy gave the show life. And I'm she not saying it, that because I'm She gave it balance, in my opinion. She gave it the it was it, it was a much needed vibe check for yes. the entire franchise. It was very 
after heavy melatonin and you know all of those boring snooze fest scenes with we need it you know and camille being the standard friend of it was like so needed and i'm not absolutely like i think i think what people don't understand and i don't necessarily believe that they're necessarily pissed at her i think and if they are you guys aren't thinking through this strategically so my view on it is is that for any other of those house, like any other housewife, like a Dorit or not Lisa Renner or Eileen, someone who's not established or hasn't established their TV career before this, they need to come on and kind of prove the value in their storytelling, if you will. So the longer you stay on, the stronger your narrative becomes, the more expensive you become to the the show and, and the value of it. But when you're Kathy Hilton, sweetie, she she started this shit. You guys wouldn't even have this, like, you wouldn't have this platform, really, if she wasn't out there and didn't have her daughter doing, I mean, let's right. not even go there. She's right. giving a name and a legacy to the show that is going to elevate it either way. Right. And it's a huge return on investment for Bravo because so many different people tuned in that hadn't really watched before just because Kathy Hilton was on it. And there was a level of, you know, curiosity that kind of came with that. Like, mm-hmm. Kathy Hilton, like, wow, I would, okay, I'm, you know, and because there were a, an alarming number of people who I guess didn't know that Kathy and Kyle were sisters, I saw in like comments threads. Obviously, they're new here, uh, right? Like, <laughs> look, we can't. That's one of the reasons why I started watching Beverly Hills because I was like, Kyle's related to Paris. Maybe I'll see right. her, maybe I'll see Kathy. There's exactly, but. You know, for the the people that are new, um, they were so. I just I don't know. It's a it's a good return on investment for Bravo, and I think that it was deserved. And I think that anybody who's upset about it is just jealous, which jealousy is normal. I'm not I'm not blind to that, but I think that um, it's overinflated. I think they're using it right now for press to generate stuff because there hasn't been a lot leaked. So I just think it's like lazy. It's just lazy press leaks. Or I like think they're lazy. using Kathy's whole like not signed on bit as ways to try to fill in the gaps because to your point, there hasn't been anything really leaking yeah. about stuff. And because of the COVID situation that Erica Garcelle, they had to shut down production for a few weeks. So right. I think things are slow in my opinion, which yeah. is why I think they added Diana Jenkins as a full-timer. She must yeah. be kicking ass to some degree because that was astounding to me I didn't think they would even add another diamond there's so many okay I know that we all want more you know more housewives totally we've established that five is just not enough there were a few like when Jersey had I think it was like four that one season season two or whatever okay that was like their best season ever but you can't duplicate that we're not doing it again it was like a one-off situation but this is a lot of fucking people you know, totally. It's going to be a lot going on. A lot of moving parts. So I think, again, that's the direction, I guess, that Bravo's moving in is they want more moving parts instead of just one hyper-focused Erica Jane scenario. Because like while we were living for it last season, we were also fucking tired of it by the end of the whole thing. And then a four-part reunion. God damn it. I hope that Andy is not... Please, Jesus, Mary Cosby... Don't let Salt Lake be a four-part reunion. It better I not. I can't. I can't with the two or three. That's it. Be, 
there's no need. Three max ever. Three max, Three really max ever. You guys film for 12 hours minimum. You can't get all that good juicy shit into three one hour episodes or 45 yeah. minute episodes rather. Then that's a problem. Well, and what's funny is since we were talking about like leaks and stuff being slow, there was hello crickets yesterday. Really, besides uh, we saw Jen Shaw's glove. We saw, you know, Andy talking to Lisa Barlow, calling her baby gorgeous, which I assume Jen is on. And, the yep, they're going to be on. Um... Right. So, which I think is, I think it's appropriate. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. I'm not mad about it. I, you know, I think it's a fine seating arrangement from what we know so far. But there was like not shit yesterday, right? I was kind of sitting around waiting, like refreshing my feed, looking on stories that, you know, people that would normally maybe have. Some kind nothing of nothing even company. leaked about like they didn't even really show us what they wore. No, why are no they being outfits, so secretive? No, yeah, no selfies from any because I was looking at everybody's store. Now I saw where they were like traveling. You know, Heather Gay had some stories where you know she was in, but nothing to do with the reunion. So I don't know what I don't know what that means. You know what could have been. I mean, this is just a guess at this point. It could have been that there may need to be some reviews over things that Jen Shaw said, because maybe her lawyers oh, need to make sure that they're not putting out a narrative that they I, can't control. And I think, because this has never happened, when we get a filming day, we get a picture, we see them posting their dresses and yeah. looks. This is weird. So I'm thinking, do they need to go back and redo something? Are they like... Do they not, were they not able to get to certain questions because of maybe, I don't know, maybe yeah, I'm completely wrong and they're know. just doing it for a reason because it's still early and we're not close to the season finale. Cause I think they're doing, he's doing Miami reunion on the 20th. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I so I don't know if he's just wrapping stuff up for his schedule. And so it's not time yet to show us that. I wonder if, I don't know. I kind of so like, I've just been playing, you know, tinfoil hat in you know, like a fun Bravo type conspiracy theory way. Um, I have a few predictions for the for the reunion. Oh, I think Mary Cosby walks off. Oh, I can believe that. I think that that's what the recast is because of. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that Jen is you know facing a trial in March. I don't think the casting call had anything to do with Jen's legal situation. I think it has to do with the fact that they knew they were probably going to get rid of Mary, but I think Mary sealed her own fate and probably said, fuck this shit, because I don't see her sitting down and being confronted with this type of, no, you know, energy, or maybe she was asked to leave. Maybe that's why we're not hearing anything because there was like a big, mess i don't know it's just weird for bravo life to not hear anything from any like no totally. drama, like no no nothing no stories no nothing i don't know very weird but i definitely can see mary either walking off and quitting or at least walking off you know i see a walk off oh for sure there's definitely gonna be a walk off yeah. Well, I think this was a good way to kind of bring it 360 because I know we started with Salt Lake City and now we're ending with Salt Lake City. But I want to say I'm so happy that we're back on or I'm back on and we can yes. have these conversations 
and um, you obviously are going to be coming on again. So it's not like this is you, you live here now. So, um, but one more time, Shannon, tell everyone where they must follow and see all your amazing content. Yeah, definitely. So right now I'm pretty much on Instagram at everything's hunky dory underscore. Um, my podcast, everything's hunky dory is available wherever you stream your podcast, Apple, Spotify, anchor, etc. And I have a TikTok. It's at everything's hunky dory and it'll happen like at some point, just start following the TikTok guys because you'll never know when she's going to post something. Right, so exactly. Be ready, so. Like, I might just get really wild, but I don't know. I'm going to Disney this weekend with some other Bravo content creators. Um, so we might get wild and get on TikTok. We might do an Instagram live this weekend. I don't really know. You should yet. just go wild. Yeah, yellow. go wild at Disney. Why not? I am. No kids. We're going to Disney without kids. Oh, it's an adult trip. It's an adult oh, you better go have fun. Like get three days in a row, just just rides no kids living for this fan- this adult disney fantasy oh my god bring your milk thistle uh, Ave. <laughs> Am I- anyways babe <laughs> listen thanks again for jumping on with me and talking uh, about all this crazy crap that's going on I'm so and we need to do this soon i need to come back on your podcast uh, very soon so until next time guys thanks for listening and i will post all of shannon's links down below so that you can follow her and stay up to date on everything that she's talking about. Um, and until next time, guys, I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Shannon. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. See you next time.